rest unto your soul. Welcome to What's on Your Souls, a relational podcast where you can relax and enjoy conversation, inspiration, encouragement, and motivation in a judgment-free space. Don't continue to drag around that emotional debris. Here's what's next on this episode. We at the What's On Your Soul podcast are always so grateful for you as our listening audience and friends and we appreciate your time and attention that you give to us. At this time, we'd like to acknowledge and turn our attention towards what is going on in our world in this day and age with the COVID-19 virus. Our prayers and our thoughts go out to each and every individual that has experienced loss and incurred grief associated with this virus. We also understand, because of the nature of the work we do, the insurmountable amount of pain and anger and disappointment and anxiety and isolation and desperation and abuse and a million other dynamics that are occurring at this time associated with this virus and the fact that people are locked up together. Have a seat on the porch and let's examine what's on your soul. Welcome to the What's on Your Soul podcast. This is Mia. It is so good to have you back again today. This is a figurative porch where we sit and have dialogue and conversation that leads us towards greater and life-giving as we move about this world. I'm so grateful for all of you and each of you. And more than that, I'm so grateful for every human being that says yes when I invite them to the porch. And so my guest today is a friend of mine. His name is Tyrone Johnson. And I know that I always say a friend of mine, but that is the goodness and the privilege of my life is that I have so many phenomenal people that come into my life and stick and stay. And so this is Tyrone Johnson. Hey, Ty. How are you, Mia? I'm doing well. How are you today? Good. Thank you for coming today. Oh, thanks for having me. So Ty and I have a tendency to be bent towards shenanigans when we're together. I don't know the reason. I haven't figured out the reason for that, but it ensues every, almost every single time. I love his wife. I love his children and family. Our two families um, are connected in that way. Uh, but Ty and I just can't seem to keep a straight line. But he's my friend, and he is full of wisdom and experience and exposure and has such a loving and giving heart. And what I appreciate about my relationship with Tyrone is no matter the space or the place that we're in, no matter how seemingly great and the accolades that come with it, we seem to always find time to connect with one another. And whether that means coming off a stage, leaving a green room, shouting across a people-filled space, it all shrinks down when it's just the two of us and we are there to support and encourage and love one another. So for that, I am Very forever true. grateful. Thank you, Ty. Thank you. So you're on the porch with me today and we're going to have a conversation. My understanding is about vulnerability. Is that correct? Yes. So this is just um, like a porch is. If you were sitting on your porch and looking down an old road and a guest came and they sat on the porch and gave him a drink and told him to take the shoes off and have some lemonade. And then you just say, what's going on? And when I ask you that, your response to me was, <laughs> we're going to talk about vulnerability, Mia. And I must say, I was a little surprised with that. Can you tell me just a moment about why you rested in that? I think uh, when you asked me that, between things that just had been going on in life and, and with, with friends and watching 
shows that I enjoyed watching on TV, it's like that seemed as if it ran through every every situation, and it caused it just caused me to think about it and how such a word as that can leave and cause harm to the person without them even realizing that's what it is. So my experience with that, and when we'll take a break um, very quickly and then come back, but that's a rather polarizing term. Yes. Because for some of us, it uh, is indicative of weakness. Yes. And, uh, you know, like someone taking advantage of you. Yes. And the way that this world seems to be directed in this day and time is watch out for that and cut it off. Like don't protect yourself by Mm -hmm. all means. Mm -hmm. So it will be very interesting to hear what you say. And I don't want to generalize this, but I do want to be attentive to the fact and honor the fact that you are a male. Mm -hmm. And um, I do think it is not often that we have males that come and talk about such a topic. It's rare. So I believe that this is one of those precious moments. And so when we come back to the porch, I'm going to let you run this wheel and see what we come up with. Sounds like a plan. Okay. So in the meantime, I'm so grateful for our listening audience at all times. If you will please go to miaimbro.com, hit that leave a comment button. Tell us what you want to hear, what you want us to speak about and what is on your heart. And we will try to serve that moment well. And then just to remind you, you are welcome to listen to the podcast. It releases every other Tuesday, 6 a.m. on any platform that serves podcasts, such as Spotify or iTunes, Stitcher. Just type in what's on your souls via Embro, and you can catch up with the podcast episodes. We'll be right back. More conversation on the way from what's on your souls with Mia. In the meantime, if you have a comment, log on with your laptop or smartphone to MiaEmbro.com. That's M-I-A-M-B-R-O-H dot com. From the audio player, click the leave a comment link. Let your voice be heard. Now, back to more of What's on Your Souls. Okay, Ty, you in your rocking chair? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. You have your shoes off? Yes. Not for real, though. Oh, you you know, I was going to say yes because I didn't want to. You're just trying to play the part. Just trying to play the part. So Tyrone called before we even got started with this. And he's like, bro, do I literally have to take my shoes off? And I said, it sounds like a situation. And you're even asking me that. So the answer is no, because I don't want to know what the. I don't. People, I no, I really don't want to see your feet. Because I don't wear flip flops. You know, I'm not a flip flop. But you know, Ty. Okay. Okay, so anyway, what I mean by that is mm-hmm. are you ready for real yes, talk? Yes, ready. Uh, yeah. And for us to look at and inspect the kind of things that we let accumulate mm. on our souls, mm. figuratively mm-hmm. and literally, that impede our traction and tread and gait as we try to move through this world. Okay. So, vulnerability, here we go. Yes. And we're going to try to have this conversation where it doesn't sound so cliche because, you know, vulnerability is one of those words that people throw around Absolutely. all the time. Yes. Yeah. And we are trying to be exceptional in that we have conversations that others have, but we're going to go right in. Mm-hmm. Yes. So what's your definition of vulnerability? Uh, when, when I knew we were going to talk about it, so I went to look it up. And the definition that I came up with or that I found was susceptible to physical or emotional attack or harm. So what that means to 
what that meant to me to be vulnerable means to leave yourself open, to walk out in the middle of the battlefield with no armor waiting to get hit. But it could be a good hit or a bad hit, but you have to be open to either one. Hmm. So nothing about that sounds attractive. That's exactly right. And that's the, that's the challenge of it because that's the challenge of, of us wanting to protect ourselves and not be vulnerable to things. But what we end up doing in that situation, we end up missing out on some of the things that are there for us and that can mean even more to us. But because we're so protective and, and we don't want to be open to it, we, we miss out on those things. So do you think vulnerability, when we first start out, do you think we're open to being vulnerable? or do, And then it becomes a learned behavior to protect ourselves? Oh, absolutely. Because you, if, you, if you watch kids, kids will be open and, and, and go play with and, and do with any, it doesn't matter. But it takes that kid to get hurt or dinged a couple times. It, it takes... Kid will go over to, to a swing. Doesn't go well on the swing a couple times. They're like, okay, you know what? I'm going to stay away from that. Even and, it could, though, and it could be the messaging behind that, right? Right. So it, you, it might be that you truly do get harmed, but it might be that you see that rain puddle and you think, I, I'm going to jump in that and own it. And then someone says, no, no, no. Right. We don't have time for you to get wet and right. messy. Right. So then you start having that automatic thing that, you see something, you're excited about it, you're passionate about it, right. you're curious about it. Right. So that's vulnerability, all the tenets of vulnerability, yes. right? And then someone says, no, not now. Either we don't have time for it, it's inconvenient, it's inappropriate, right? right? And so then you have to filter all of that from henceforth. Right. I think, I, think that, I think that is part of it. I think part of it is we're, we're taught that. That's the first thing. I think the other part is we're self-taught that also. Talk about that. We're self-taught, like when we go, go back to the swing analogy. So if I go to that swing and I've, I've fallen off that swing a couple of times and now, you know, when I just, I'm just starting to learn. Well, what I'm missing out is just how high and how much fun it is to be up in that swing. But since I've taken that part away from it, I will never get to enjoy that part of the swing. So why do some people, why are some people able to move through that? And they keep swinging high for the rest of their lives. And then there are others of us who are immobilized by that very well, thought. Well, it's, I think what we do is we, we put, we have, the, we, we have looked at the swing. We have decided, okay, well, if I do this, this is what's going to happen. So we've already created an end before we've even taken the first step. We've already written a story about the We've already written a swing. story about the swing, and the swing hadn't even done anything. So, But we've written a story all the way to the end. If, if we're in a relationship with someone, with, we're in a relationship with husband and wife, and there's a situation to where, you know what, I don't want to, you know, I, I know he loves me, but I know they, she loves me, but you know what, I'm going to just hold back a little bit because just in case they leave, I want to be strong and say, see, I knew they would. So what you end up doing is you're missing out all of those wonderful times that are there because you've already written a story of, okay, maybe they will. Maybe. you That maybe has changed your whole outlook on that relationship. And you've put covers on that relationship that it doesn't even give you a chance to enjoy the, the mass happiness that could be in that relationship. Okay, a couple of thoughts. First of all, I'm going to chase a squirrel for a moment. Mm -hmm. Do you remember when we used to swing when we were kids and if you you jump out of that swing when it was right at the top mm -hmm. of the air and then mm -hmm. you fall on the ground and you almost knock, you knock, well, literally, you knock yourself out for a moment. Mm -hmm. You're on the ground and then everybody just be like, get up. 
Right. And you just get up. Right. That doesn't really happen much anymore. No, no, it doesn't. That's for no, no. sales. <laughs> I think I think she's passed out. <laughs> She'll be all right. Maybe a concussion. Girl, get up. She got a concussion. Okay. Yeah. The second thing. So you said we build a store story built of maybes, mm-hmm. right? Built out of maybes. Mm-hmm. So that's the board of the wall that we're building. But there are things that there are traumas that truly happen to people. Oh, that, that's not, and don't and don't hear me to where those things aren't based on real and actual things that happen because okay that, so right so you're acknowledging that oh absolutely oh that's not, okay absolutely so then how ty so this is a tall order because almost literally what you're saying is so counterintuitive which a lot of things we talk about on the porch are when i say that means it's not what we normally would do right or feel inclined to do right so i feel like i hear you saying People, you might have been wounded. You mm-hmm. might have been traumatized. Mm-hmm. And yet and still, right. it, it, you are encouraged to be Absolutely. vulnerable. Absolutely. And I think, we, I think we should, because here's the deal. I think when we put, when we're looking at our lives and if we're trusting, first of all, if we're trusting our ultimate father, right? If we're trusting him, he knows all the hurt, all the pain that we've been through. And whether it's stuff that we've dealt with or not, he knows what's there. And what we end up doing is that undealt with pain and hurt causes us to build those walls up even more. So we end up carrying those walls with us from every year, whether from every year, and it continues to grow and grow and grow. And then the next thing we look, it's like 40 feet high. And then we're wondering, well, why is it not, why this is not going this way or that? Because we've built a wall, but we don't realize that's what it is. And then, therefore, the very thing that we long for as human beings, which is connection. Absolutely. And for someone to see us, we've built a barrier built a that barrier. prohibits that them. That prohibits that. And even if they are the most wonderful and just brilliant, and, and we couldn't have asked for a better person in the world, if they are that person, we will never know. We sabotage it. We sabotage it. Yes. Because if it's good, it's like, okay, you know, it may be good now, but I know it's going to be bad. So I'm going to call it first. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get you I'm a, yeah. before you I'm get, get you. me. I'm going to get you. I'm going to maintain. I'm going to keep back. I'm not going to let everything. Because to open yourself up makes you, I mean, to open yourself, it's almost like you have to be willing to be hurt in order to really be loved. Well. There's nothing comfortable about that. No. I saw a definition too, Ty. It said, it's the liability of a partnership to higher penalties. Mm. Let's sit on rock. Yeah, Let's exactly rock right. back on yeah, that one. Exactly right. That's okay, exactly so we're right. going to, we have, <laughs> so I, so you, do you see how my face is down behind the pop filter? Because production is probably going to cut me in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> and you and I talked about that this might be a two-parter. But I do want to go, I want to go to the next part in this, but I do think it's going to take a moment. So one of the things we said, we're going to delineate between men and women, Mm, mm. but we have to be real careful with this. Yes. This is like walking through the weeds out in the backfield behind the porch because the uh, risk of making generalizations, thoughts, but just, I think what you're sharing are observations, Mm -hmm. right? Right. Production is looking at me. I just got started. <laughs> so just, okay, let's just push through just a little bit. Okay. And then we're going to take a break and we're going to okay. come back. So why did you say that we need to delineate between men and women? Well, not only between men and women. Okay. Now I can speak from delineating between black men. Oh, 
Okay. Because that, that's a whole Let's different. That, that's a whole different thing. Okay, so then we absolutely have to yes. take a break right now. Yes. yes. Everybody in the room is going to take a break for a moment, and okay. then we'll be right back. Timeout break, but we'll be right back. In the meantime, if you go to miaembro.com, leave a comment because I can sense that this is about to go somewhere. And if you have a voice in this and would like to join the conversation, we'd love to hear your voice on it. We'll be right back. While we're having great conversation with what's on your souls with Mia Embro, we wanted to thank you for listening, and we look forward to hearing from you at miaembro.com. There you can get caught up on previous shows, comment, or even give us feedback. All right, let's get back to our final segment as we wrap up What's on Your Souls. Okay, we're back on the porch. Hey, Ty. How you doing? I'm doing well. It seems uh, as though we have a caller. Please tell us your name and your comment. Hey, Mia, this is Demetrius. And as a guy, how can you be vulnerable and not come off soft or have your girl think you're a pushover? That that is a that's a good question. And speaking speaking for me, I'm I'm going to speak from coming from a brother side of things. Okay. The, the, the what's challenge. A, what's a brother time? I'm sorry, coming from an African American male's viewpoint on on being vulnerable. Uh huh. I think that the challenge with us is there's already a lot on our plates. We can feel if if we're fathers, if we're husbands, if we're working, if we're trying to take care of the family, then what, what we don't need is to let someone know or see that we, we can't do that. Because if someone sees that we can't do that, then that makes us weak. And the last thing we want to be seen as a black male is a weak black male. And that's our definition of weak. And, and that's our definition of weak. And so, we can, and, and, and here's the thing about it also, which is unfair, that tag will be placed on all black males instead of just the one. We certainly feel that as a community. Is that yes. true? That that can be, exactly. that that is one. So what's the answer to that? If you, if you, so it sounds like what you're saying when you answer this caller is that you're right. You, I understand where your question is coming from. You put that out there and then you're going to feel like somehow that's going to come back on you in a punitive way. Right. But what you're saying for that person as an individual in order to feel the full beauty and possibility and potential and intentionality of your existence, you have to do that. You have to be open to being hurt. That, that's, Ty, and that's, I don't even and, know how you're going to put a bow on I this know, I know, but, but that's the most uncomfortable. You have to be open to be hurt. Open to be hurt. And what I mean when I say that, you have to be open. When I say to be hurt for, for someone to, to think that you're not capable for someone to think that you're not able to handle it, you have to show them that, okay, you know what? I can't. And I need to, whether it's someone I need to talk to, whether it's someone I need to share my feelings, you have to be open to be that in order to, to enjoy the fullness of what it is that God has for us in our lives. So when you're talking about hurt, you certainly are not talking about physical harm or abuse in a relationship no, or anything. No. You're saying taking a risk that someone might reject you. Absolutely. They might abandon you. Absolutely. In some way they might, you, you, you may, you may even feel like, okay, and I'm going to open up to this one person and you may tell them, Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm going through this and, and, and I'm having, and they may come back and say, bro, what's wrong with you, man? You're supposed to be stronger than that. Or they might say, I can't do this anymore. Exactly. Right. And so, you, and so what, what you've done right there, you've made yourself vulnerable, but then to the wrong person. So, 
what the, the challenge is is not to shut down. Just keep going. Keep going. And that maybe until you find someone, you have to find that person. Not to close yourself. Don't off. Don't close off. So how do, how does this specifically speak to the culture? Um, you're an African American man. Yes. So what are the nuances of that? The nuances is finding that person. The nuances no is no matter how much the rejection. It doesn't matter the reject. It doesn't matter the rejection. And and here's the thing, I would I would bet if you opened up to someone, that person is probably if it's another African American brother, he's probably going through the same challenges that you are. You know what's uh, so the caveat for me on that, Ty, as a therapist, is that when things some oftentimes when things like that happen in our outside life, it then affects how we are in our inside lives, like maybe with our families, like the kind of, so then the vulner, the lack of vulnerability, because you have to practice it to get it right. Yes. Right. So then perhaps if you are, and you don't, maybe you are a father or maybe you are a spouse, but I think it then has the possibility of affecting those relationships as yes. well. Or if you're just a single man, just how you move about the earth and how you then begin to think of maybe your relationship with women mm -hmm. it's always this i'm going to get you mm -hmm. before you get, before me, you get me or right. i'm only going to tell you what i want you to know right i'm not gonna tell you everything because i i gotta that goes back to that i'm gonna hold a little bit back so i'm not gonna be totally open i'm gonna be i'm, I'm gonna hold a little which bit which is back. part of the process like you slowly right. do it but once you commit it's all in right? right you need to be all in okay so let's think of let me look at else what else i want to ask you um starts with trust how do you know who to trust? You don't. What, Ty, what kind of foolery well, no, no, are we listen, talking about listen, on the mic no, no, today? Listen. Okay, but what I'm saying, when I'm saying that you, you don't know unless you take the chance. How are you supposed to know? I mean, you can't go around and just go by, look, I, I can't trust him. I can't trust him. I can't. So you're just finding excuses not to open up to anyone. Because, so in order to protect yourself, but it sounds like you're saying you're really not protecting yourself. No, you're not. Because all you're doing, all of those things that you need to address are constantly being held in. And so you're still walking around with that weight on you and you're not doing anything to try to get it off or, or, or shared with somebody or have someone to just talk to, even if they don't say anything, someone to listen to. And to say, who is it? Who can you trust? Well, you know your friends and you know who the friends are that you have. And so you can tell by your friends, you're like, you know what? I, I think I can share that with them. So you're going to walk around with a limp if you don't do something. Yeah, a limp, dragging a leg, one or the other. Oh, okay. So we this is where we're going to go because we both like to show this is us. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned to me that you had a great analogy within the context of that show. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yes. Um, th this was uh, Randall. He was going through a lot. had a lot of pressure between being at home with family, between being having the new political position he had and and then uh, trying to deal with stuff with going on with his mom and he's walking around carrying all of this weight on him and then someone breaks in their house and so he's but he's going to fix it all because we have that I I'm gonna fix it I'm gonna fix don't worry about it I'm gonna fix it I, I have everything oh they're gonna do this and then what we we over he, he became to where he was over protecting his family over getting cameras everywhere and everybody I need to call him every five minutes because and what that does, that takes that weight and takes it off you. And now you're putting it on your family. Mm -hmm. And you're internalizing it. Absolutely. You're carrying it on the Absolutely. inside. Absolutely. So, so it's there. It's not like you're, you're 
fixing it at all, but it's there, but you're just burying it deeper. So every time you do something thinking, okay, I fixed that. No, you're just bearing more pressure on it because now that's another thing you got to keep up with in order to, to make sure that you got it all together. So then he ended up in the therapist office. Yes. Which I always um, encourage people to go see a therapist before the crisis mm. versus after because then it's a much more pleasant gait and journey. Right. Then it's much uh, more encouraging to be proactive than reactive. Right. And all times most. So he gets to that therapist's office and that interaction between the two of them there, for those who don't watch it, what did you observe in that? He, he, well, he went in with a chip on his shoulder. First of all, he went in not open, saying, you know. Not wonder, vulnerable. Oh, no, not vulnerable at all. I was like, okay, I'm not sure why I'm here, so I'm not sure which, what can you do for me. Uh, or, or, or how this is going to go. So what's that noise? You know, everything, everything, every distraction, every deflection. distraction. Yes. Mm -hmm. It was, was, it allowed you to see that, oh man, he's not even, he can't even breathe. Right. You know, cause there was just so much on him and every little thing started to knickknack him. And I was like, Oh, this is, this is intense. So it was, and that's what happens with us in life. It does right. feel counterintuitive right. to be vulnerable because it does sound as if we are saying, be weak and exposed, but in actuality, I said this in a previous podcast, the strongest word that we can say or bravest word is help mm -hmm. or to say, I'm going to show you all of me and this is it. And with that, I know that I risk everything. Right. But for us, that's the ultimate example that we have, right? Right. Right. Risk everything. You got to risk and it And it is what it is. Yeah. But you are the better for it and it will be. Uh, and I can say this because I'm an old soul like you are now. Right? Mm -hmm. You just had a birthday yesterday. Yes, Happy I did. Happy birthday, Ty. Thank you very much. Old but young. Um, it will be redeemed back. Yes. Right? That yes. vitality, that energy, yes. and the gift that you receive from that. Absolutely right. So what are your takeaways for those listening today? If you had to say, in regards to vulnerability, these are the concepts or ideas or reflections that you want people to just kind of take with them and marinate in, what would you say those are? I, I think the, the key to me is... Trust and be open. You no matter have to what, be, doesn't matter. You have to be. I mean, if if you if you want to go the rest of your life, not fully enjoying the things that are available to you, or not fully being involved in the relationship or the marriage that you're in, if you want to go through your life with just living on the tip top and not getting deep, continue. But if you want what's there for you. If you want what that true blessing is, you have to be open and you have to trust. The depth of it, but it's risky. Yes, everything, every, no everything worth anything is going to be a risk. Okay, well, I don't know if that's a feel-good moment, but we're going to sit in it. Okay, so now I have some questions for you. You ready? Or okay. some prompts, rather. Okay. And I do this for those who are listening because everyone comes on the porch and they impart such wisdom and vulnerability. But then when they leave, oftentimes the question I get is, like, I want to know more about that person because there's such phenomenal people that come and sit on this porch. Yeah, and so I have I found know, that this small, the mumbling in the back is dissonance. But what I have found <laughs> about this is that this small exercise is uh, relevatory in many ways and people enjoy it. And it tells a lot about you in a short, condensed amount of time. So here we go. Okay. It's I am from. So Ty, I am from, and you will list sights, sounds, and smells. And you start that with, I am from, and then you respond to that prompt from your neighborhood growing up. I am from uh, New Orleans by way of Slidell, Slidell by way of New Orleans. Uh, sights and sounds, um, uh, a 
Slidell was more, I want to say country, but I just love outdoors. Um, so I am from outdoors. I'm from outdoors. I am from blueberry dumpling, I mean blackberry dumplings, and I can remember that. Come on. I can remember that smell. I've never had a blackberry mm. dumpling, mm. but I can only imagine. Because I used to go and pick them up. Oh, it was, that was okay. joyful. <laughs> I am from, and you're going to list your favorite foods growing up. I am from my mom's blackberry dumpling. Um, my favorite foods growing up. I... I I don't know if I had a favorite food. You're such it. a health nut. So probably. yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, okay, let's let's go. I cannot do this. Okay, okay. I am. <laughs> Just like I got time to do. It. <laughs> my nerves are bad. Yeah, my nerves are already nerves. already okay. bad. I am from familiar family sayings or words you heard in your family growing up. I am from my mom always being encouraging. What did those words sound like? What were her words? She would always say, "I am from." That's okay. That's okay, baby. You can you can do that. Mm. Uh, or if something didn't go well, I'm, mom, you know what? I'm not gonna do this. That's okay, baby. It, it'll, it'll be the next day. You know, she oh, was tight. she was always like that. Okay, I am from, and now you're gonna list virtues of your friends, people that you call friends in your life. What are uh, the common? Oh, this is I like this one. Okay. I am from virtues of my friends. One is you, people I trust, admire, think highly of. Um, most of my friends cover those things. People that I can, I would trust with my life. People I think highly of. They people that I have the utmost respect for. People that, if there weren't as many people in the world, they are one of the ones that I would want to be there. That is awesome. I'm sure your friends feel the same about you. So we hope that our moment together, Mia and Ty, on the porch has been relevant and helpful, life giving possibly legacy changing if it is taken and digested in the way that we pray that it has. And we are so grateful for your time and your attention and listening to us as we um, perform this dialogue. We had a great time. We hope that you did. We look forward to you joining us for our next What's On Your Soul podcast. Our guests will be Melissa Fleming and the topic of that porch conversation will be conflict. We encourage you to please go to miaembro.com, hit that leave a comment button, and join the conversation. Tell us your thoughts, concerns, things you'd like to hear us talk about as we surround that topic of conflict, what your experience is, and what you would like to know. And until we meet again, our greatest desire for you is that you find rest for your souls. MiaEmbro.com. As we bring another episode to a close, we want to thank you and check out our website at MiaEmbro.com. That's M-I-A-M-B-R-O-H.com. Leave us a message or feedback. Also, make sure you subscribe to the podcast to receive the latest episodes. And join us next time as we discuss what's on your souls.